Oh, welcome back. It is Trot's Life. Yeah, get involved in the conversation. Send us through a text. Steve Cleave joins us for our Little Black Book segment. Steve, firstly, mate, uh, how are you and uh, how are you hitting them? Have you been out for a practice round or anything? Hello, Toby. No, not yet. I do have to dust the old clubs off. I haven't had a swing for about five years, I reckon it's been. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a few cobwebs to dust off them, but I will get out there uh, hopefully this Sunday and uh, just smash a few around and see if the eyes fill in. <laughs> yeah, I've got a picture of you getting a 100 golf balls and just ploughing them out the front of your place into the paddocks or something just to see if you, see if you can sharpen yourself up a bit. To see if I can get it straight down the track, down the home straight, and see if I can keep them straight. Oh, yeah, that, that would be a dangerous way of doing it, wouldn't it? But for obvious reasons with horses involved. But, yeah, uh, and what we're talking about, you're going to be involved in the golf day next Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be a terrific day. We've got uh, quite a few of the SEN hosts uh, jumping on board, captain, captaining the uh, teams where listeners can ring in and... Uh, and win a golf day for them and two mates. And, uh, yeah, each of them get uh, a SEN host. But, look, whoever comes on my team, I just hope you can play because you might have to carry me. So, uh, yeah, make sure I get someone that can really hit a ball. It's not going to be about that, though, is it? It's just going to be about getting to know a couple of listeners and giving them the experience, I would have thought. Oh, absolutely. Look, the SEN family, mate, that goes far and wide. You know, we've got so many listeners. They text in every day, every night when we're Mm. on board. And, just to get out there and have a belt around the golf course with them and a laugh and a joke in person. It just helps us to get to know our listeners because uh, they're a very, very loyal bunch. They certainly are. Now, Little Black Book, no doubt we're going to focus on Ballarat on Saturday night. I, I'll be nestling in doing the form in between races at Cranbourne as I'm judging tonight, mate. So I haven't had a great look, but there's a couple. I've got some preconceived ideas before I dig deep in the form and one of them is around these stats I've got around leaders at Ballarat. So at this meeting over the past five years, 65% of leaders at the Bell have won. So on those figures, six or seven out of the nine races Saturday night should be won by leaders. So I'm going to be pretty leader biased when it comes to my tips. Uh, Little Black Book doesn't quite work like that, though, does it? Because you've got them in the book and they get what draw they draw and you just keep following them uh, regardless. And I suppose that's the theory of it. Yeah, correct. That is the theory. I mean, the draw may not suit them this week. We we have a fair few runners uh, going around and trying to select the ones that suits the best. So follow them all if you wish. But, you know, we try to pick out the best of the best of those uh, each week with the draws and everything else. It's hopefully the most suitable and if not, that's why they get three runs in the little black book. But we're going to change the name to the big black book this week, Toby. We <laughs> have got almost the whole black book running. We have got 19 runners at Ballarat Saturday night. We've got half a dozen runners at Melton Friday night. We've got a runner at Hobart Friday night. And we've got a runner at Gloucester Park Friday night. So we are stretching far and wide. Surely, surely we can bring home some winners. So 19 at Ballarat of the 81-odd runners. So you basically got one in every four horses. Yeah, pretty much. In some races, you know, we've got three or four in uh, the field. So <laughs> trying to decide for them. It hasn't been an easy job. It's still a tricky job trying to find out which one's going to be the best bet. But I've had a crack. Oh, very good. Far away. I've got a funny text coming. I'll share that afterwards.
No worries. So race one, we do have Classic Angelina, number eight, first up from a spell here. Uh, it's quite a nice field. It's going to improve off racing, so no bet in race one, but Classic Angelina is the little black book runner. We then move into race two, where we have two little black book runners, and we're actually going to have two bets here, Toby. The number one, Ebony's Avenger, has been racing really good against some of the best trotters around. Gets a terrific barrier draw here. If not leading, will be leaders back. Uh, most likely sitting on the favourites back, and I think we'll get a bit of value about her. Uh, we're going to have a $10 win bet and $40 place bet because, as you mentioned, that, that fence bias at Ballarat plays a very big part. And then sticking to the fence bias, we have Revelstoke also in the little black book, number eight. So it is following out number one, and I'm tipping it'll be through the fence. And it is going to be some odds. It goes, it's going well. It's just not having a lot of luck. Um, I think through the fence has got a great place chance. So we're having a little sneaky $5 win bet, but $15 place bet. So a $70 outlay on race two at Ballarat Saturday night. Yeah, you're, you're inclined there if you're having a trifecta to go two to beat one to beat eight, aren't you? It's almost that simple. Yeah. It's just the queries, like there's some nice horses in the race around that, Iron Love, Love Gun, etc. So you end up start, your map starts uh, balancing against class. But uh, yeah, I could imagine a two, one, eight straight trifecta there could come in in race two. Race three, mate, is there something in this? I assume there is. Yes, there is. We've got three horses running around in race three. It's only a small field. We've got number two, Till Heaven's Rockin'. Number three, Dream Maze, first up from a spell. Mm. Number four, Cora Valley Star. Now, I'm uh, having a real crack here with Cora Valley Star. And again, that leader bias, I think it can find the front. If it does find the front, I don't think they'll be beating it. So I'm having a $50 win bet, race three, number four, Cora Valley Star. Yeah, I, my, I think he's just a little bit better than... All of those. The one that could upset him is Dream May. She's run some amazing races, but I think he's just a level above most of those in that race. When the ones that are a bit closer to him are drawn outside him. So all all things point to Caravelli Star. Race four. Race four, we have three horses again. We've got all next to each other. Number five, six, and seven. Nikki Nana, Jellaby Willow, and Norm's Lady. All three are racing absolutely super. There's another horse in there, Champagne Delight, three starts, three wins, and looks like an absolute star. Uh, we're not having a bet in this race. I just think mm. it's a little bit tricky, but I was keen on Jillaby Willow. Yeah, the pole horse is hard to rate, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jason Grimson bring him one down, and, uh, yeah, you never, never know. Race five, and knowing my favourite stat of the week is this is the night pistol. <clears throat> he had his first start at Ballarat. He was a five-year-old in a T1 or better off the front. Right? So he had done nothing at his first start at Ballarat, basically the night pistol as a five-year-old, and he turned into a champion. So those with a four- or five-year-old that hasn't quite reached it yet, you just never know. And uh, sure, you got some in that race, mate. Yeah, we've got two horses going around in this race, numbers nine and ten. Kiang Ignite mm. and RC at Phoenix, both very nice horses. But, wow, mm. this is an interesting race. Call me the breeze first up. The French horse, just believe. We all know how good he is. He looks to be heads and shoulders above the rest. Queen Elida, Mufasa, Metro, Plymouth, Chubb. You can just reel them all off. So staying away from this race, no bet. Mufasa Metro, uh, looking at odds earlier in the week, I thought he might have been the one that was a little bit of value because he's probably going to be, he's either going to lead or end up leaders back. So he's, he's going to give a great side at an each-way basis, I would have thought. 
Yeah, you'd think he certainly will be in it for a long way with that barrier draw and the speed he's got off the gate. Race six, the Deco Glaze Mirror Splashbacks. They've got on board the sponsoring the Ballarat Cup and they sponsor race six as well. Yeah, so race six, we've got two runners, numbers six and seven. All of our black bookers seem to be drawing next to each other at the moment. Yeah. But we're just going to have a little play here. Sly Terror, number six. We've got also number seven, the invitation only. But I'm having a $10 win bet, $20 place bet, Sly Terror. He likes the short trip. Uh, if he can get across early, I'm not sure whether he can lead or not, but I think he'll be up in the first few. And uh, I think he'll be right there at the finish. So $10 to win, $20 a place, race six, number six. Beautiful. So you've spent 50 and 20, 70, 150. So we've still got that 50 up our sleeve. Will it be going on to the Ballarat Pacing Cup? No, I've been on the Cups the last couple of weeks. We're skipping the Cup this week. We do have the two runners, though. Beyond the Light, number one. Serge Blanco, number four. But this is going to be a great race, no matter which way you look at it. There's so many different ways this could play out. So steering, clearing of betting, but definitely looking forward to watching this race. Catch a wave. You reckon he wins or doesn't win? Do you want? He's two dollars ten, so he's even money basically. So it's him versus the rest. Would you rather have catch a wave or would you rather have the rest? Um, look, I'd probably have the rest. Yeah, because uh, you're getting twelve against one on in those odds. <laughs> but look, he his trial the other night was super. But we saw in the Shepherd and Cup how good some of these horses are going and the times they're running up front. So. He's going to need a little bit of luck from the barrier draw. He's going to have to create his own luck. And, uh, yeah, look, I'll be cheering him on. I hope he does win it. But uh, I can't can't really tip any of them on top, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's a pretty tricky race. I'm looking forward to digging that apart. I'd be surprised you've got something in race eight, but I reckon I know where your last 50 might go in race nine if I'm getting a bit ahead here. Uh, yeah, we do not have a runner in race eight. We have four runners out of the six horses oh, wow. in race nine. So surely we can get a winner out of this. I'll get a Quinella. Which number do you think two. I'm backing here? Five Catalpa Rescue. I thought he was terrific first up and he'll be better oh, for the run. And I, I just think he's the one to beat in the race. Yeah, 100% spot on. Catalpa Rescue, number five, is our main bet. We are having two little bets in this though. So we do have the runners, number two, Tiger Bandwagon, numbers four, Illawong Awesome, number five, Catalpa Rescue, number six, Sanday. It's going to be a close finish. I don't think there's going to be much between all of these horses. I could see him go over the line in a big bundle. We're going to have $40 win bet on Catalpa Rescue. And we're going to have a little sneaky $10 win bet on Tiger Bandwagon. I just think if he crosses to the pegs, he loves to sit sprint. Uh, I know he runs seventh last week. He's only beaten 10 metres. So uh, ignore that seven. It's not as bad as what the number looks. And just a $10 win bet because if he is around 10 or 12 to 1 and he does, you know, flash home late, uh, he could put the black book way out in front. So $40 the win, number five, Catalpa Rescue, and a little sneaky $10 win bet, number two, Tiger Bandwagon. He can lead Tiger Bandwagon, I reckon. And if he does that and they just leave him alone, he'll be pretty hard to run down. Over, he'll run a sharp last 800. So you're not. I don't think he'd be 12 to 1, though, will he? I would have thought a little bit less than that. But I think he'll be less than that. But just mm. going off the odds that we have in front of us, that's all I can work off. So that wraps up Ballarat there, Toby. Now, yep. Friday at Hobart. I think, did you say you were going to Hobart? I'll be at Hobart tomorrow night. I've got Friday form panel, and then I'll uh, gun barrel it for the airport. I'll get on a plane. I'll land at about, oh, I think I'll land at about 5.15. And I should be able to get there by about race three, I reckon.
Well, that's perfect timing for us. So you can look after the Little Black Book back here. We have a runner, race six, number one, Stepping Stone. So go down there, throw 50 bucks on for me, please, Toby. I'm not, I'm not, and, uh, I'm not allowed to bet. Oh, okay. I'll have to put it on myself. <laughs> I thought you could do me a favour. But race six, number one, Stepping Stones. Uh, I think it can win. It was a terrific run last week in the Cup, the Devonport Cup. It was climbing over Sulkies at 7-1. No idea what odds we're going to get, so we'll just have a $50 win bet. We've also got race eight, number one, post-game. First up in WA at Costa Park on Friday night. He won his trial really nicely leading into this, so I'm thinking he could be winning there too. So the Black Book could be reaching far and wide. Yeah, I'd say from reading those owners that he's been sold to WA post-game, so... Uh, yeah, I'll I'll touch base. You, you're giving me some good work here. I can touch base with Matty Young about post game, and and I'll obviously raise uh, stepping stones with Jamie Cockshut and then Melton tomorrow night. You said there's a few there too. There is a few there. Unfortunately, I am in the car and I don't have that sheet available. Oh, okay, so, uh, sorry, mate. But look, what we will do is we will have it posted up on the website, on the trots.com website. It'll have a list of all the Black Book runners and where they're racing. And also, it'll run through my $200 game plan for the weekend. So you want to have a look at Friday night's Melton meetings. Those runners what? will be up on the trots.com.au website. Oh, and you can we can work it out in the meantime, and I'll touch on them to, on tomorrow's show in the Friday form panel. I think that's the smart way to go. What do you reckon? Yep, that sounds good to me. And off the text, uh, Rocket Coelli wants to know if he can come to the golf day. Now, I'm not sure, Steve, you're familiar with this story, but I'm not sure you want to play golf with Rocket Coelli, let me tell you. Right. Is he uh, that bad? Uh, no, no, no. It's not that bad. There's just uh, a gentleman that loves playing golf, Kurt Burns, was not so positive towards one of Rocket's um, drives. And Rocket uh, advised him basically what he could do with his golf clubs. I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably leave it at that. How's that sound? Well, I know Rocket quite well, so uh, I'm sure that we'll be able to get along and keep our golf clubs in our bag. He's one of those beautiful characters of the sport, Rocket. I'll tell you, ask me the story about the Sweden trip one time. He didn't tell anyone where he was going. He was just going for a couple of weeks off and didn't tell his brother or his dad or his family or his kids or anyone. And he did set left the country and went to Sweden for a couple of weeks. No one knew where he was. Oh, he's a great man. He's a great man, Rocket. I, I, you love having a beer with the Riverita crew. They have great fun. Steve, uh, keep on trucking, mate. Uh, we'll chat in the meantime, and uh, you may even come on live tomorrow. We'll work something out for tomorrow's show so we get the Melton Little Black Bookers out. Sounds good, mate. You have a great day. I'm going to, don't worry, Steve Cleave there with his big black book for Saturday night. Basically one in four runners. Uh, I suppose that happens when you keep putting them in, putting them in. And they do come out after three starts, but it can, the ups and downs of it, the numbers, etc. So great great way to play it, though. If you want to have a little interest, uh, you can play Steve's $200 game plan any way you want. You can spend 20 bucks, or you can spend 10 or 40 